I would say if you believe so strongly in something and it sticks with you and it keeps coming up over and over again in different formats and, and planting a seed in different ways, do something about it and go for it. Seek endless resources to help you, you know, achieve that concept or that dream or that business thought that you have. And uh, if, if I can do it, anybody can do it. Well, hello there. It's Dr. Nicoletta with the Millennial Doc Podcast. I'm a physician, dermatologist, lifestyle entrepreneur, mama in medicine, and confidence success strategist. Each week, I'll bring you inspiring guests, lifestyle, relationship, and business tips to help you consistently take action, act confident, and live an abundant life. Step out with confidence and get ready. Welcome back to the show. I am so excited to have the incredible female clinician turned entrepreneur, Lara Francisco. I mean, she does not even need an introduction, but her company has gone out of the way to be the leader in the industry for tailored lab coats and scrubs. She states that everything her company, Metalita, became started from nothing. I know so many of you in here know how important it is to feel confident and stylish in your professional attire, especially after years and years of hard work in school. We go all into that detail in this episode. So she worked as an emergency medicine physician assistant for over a decade before she made history by creating the first ever lab coat for women. She used this experience to found Metalita which is a medical uniform company with the mission to create exceptional medical apparel that meets the specific needs of her colleagues in medicine. In the years since, she has grown Metalita to become the industry leader in tailored lab coats and scrubs built for performance, functionality, and style. So, you know, as someone who loves the ability to be an entrepreneur and do more in medicine, she has shown me and others that it is possible to be multifactorial dimensional as long as one does not forget the passion they have for what idea or business that they wanted to start i have linked up her website and instagram in the show notes and something that i absolutely love is that she reminds me that it is does not matter if you achieved a highly ambitious goal in medicine but that it is okay to pursue another venture in addition if it, it truly is your passion so it does not matter. Take away the disempowering thought that you are just meant to be one thing, but that it is okay to have multiple interests. And just listen into this conversation because I am telling you, it is one of the most beautiful things you can do for yourself is to get rid of that idea that you can only do one thing in medicine, but that you are just meant for so much more. And I want your mind to be expansive and you will just be so inspired to hear this story. So make sure you check out the show notes of this episode and let's get started. Hi, Lara Francisco, physician assistant and founder of Metalita. I am so thrilled to have you on today. Thank you for being on and how are you doing today? Good, good. Thank you for having me, Dr. Nicoletta. 
Yes, I am so glad to have you today. And I'm so excited for my listeners just to learn more about your journey with, you know, Metalita and just everything that you've accomplished. So I would absolutely love to start with some rapid fire questions that I always start off with for my interviews. Is that all right with you? Absolutely. Looking forward to it. Awesome. All right. Where did you grow up? Very small town in Nebraska called Grand Island. All right. Where are you currently? I live in San Clemente, California. And how long have you been in Southern California? Moved to Southern California in 2002, but I've been in San Clemente since 2004. And do you have a favorite quote? I do. It's a, it's a little bit of a longer quote, so I, I have it here. It's, none of us are getting out of here alive, so please stop treating yourself like an afterthought. Eat the delicious food, walk in the sunshine, jump in the ocean, Say the truth that you're carrying in your heart like hidden treasure. Be silly, be kind, be weird. There's no time for anything else. I love that. Eat the delicious food and go to yeah. the beach. That's a good one. <laughs> yeah. It was actually brought to me by our, our fit model, our expert fit model. And I just, I kept it in my desk and I look at it every day. That is, that's amazing. Awesome. What is one of your favorite books? And it could be um, a non-medical book or any last book that you read that really inspired you. I'd have to say my favorite book is the Yvonne Chouinard initial entry book. It was Let My People Go Surfing. I read that book and it was a huge inspiration to starting Metalita. So it's, it's not the most recent book that I've read, but I think about it and utilize philosophies from his genius concepts every day. So you said Ivan Bernard. He's the founder of Patagonia. Okay, and let my people go surf surfing. Okay, I will have to check that out. <laughs> Who is someone that has changed your life? I thought about this, and the one that comes to mind over anyone else's PA. He's a real mover and shaker in our profession. His name is Larry Herman. And he was preceptor in emergency medicine when I was in New York training. And he took me under his wing unlike anybody else. And he did a, helped me do a 180. He took me from a rotation where they told me I should look for another profession. And I started his rotation right after that. And I told him, I looked him right in the face. I said, I want to do emergency medicine. I want to work here. He looked me right back and allowed that to happen. That is incredible. Where did you go to school? I went to Emory University in Atlanta and for undergrad, and then I went to a PA program that has since closed. It was called St. Vincent's Catholic Medical Center's Physician Assistant Program. It's now transitioned to the St. John's University um, PA program. Okay. What is one of your all-time favorite accomplishments so far? I think you know, absolutely starting, you know, Metalita as a brand. I had absolutely no apparel background, no e-commerce background, no business training. And I, you know, took it from a concept out of need and took it, you know, to this point as a reality as something that's literally become a necessity for, for so many people in medicine. And, and, and I'm proud of that. Wonderful. We will get back into that as I have more questions. What is something you do every day to build your confidence? I do something a little funny. I, if I'm in my office and I, and I don't have a meeting and I'm not, you know, super busy, I click on YouTube and I just type in inspirational videos of different topics and I, I like to listen to those. I, it, it really moves me and it keeps me motivated, especially on tough days. 
Definitely, I agree. And finally, what are you really grateful for today? Well, we have three kids and our twins, who are six years old, boy-girl twins, they graduated kindergarten today. And they made it through a really difficult year. It's a, a full immersion, Spanish immersion program. And it's, it's not an easy thing to start as a five-year-old. And, and they did a great job. And, and they're on to first grade. Wow, they are going to be some smart students. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. So, you know, I would just love to get into, you know, some questions about, you know, we all know that you're the founder of Metalita and, you know, you went to physician assistant school and, you know, you worked in the ER as a physician assistant. And so kind of tell me where this all started, as in, do you have a family history of, say, doctors or other physician assistants in the medical field? Do you have any entrepreneurs in your family, any business mm -hmm. background, or kind of tell me your backstory? Mm -hmm. So absolutely no one in healthcare in our family. I wanted to be a nurse. That's what my kindergarten poster said. And I kind of kept that in the back of my mind. I went to Emory pre-nursing, but there was just something itching at me that I wanted to do more, but I didn't want to go to med school necessarily. And I learned about the PA program in my junior year and made a big pivot at that point to do whatever it took to get into PA school. In terms of entrepreneurship, my father, you know, was an entrepreneur. He had McDonald's, you know, throughout central Nebraska. And that was a huge part of our life growing up, watching him grow that business and listen to him you know, lead conversations. He, would, he has a very loud voice and he would stand in this middle room in our house and anyone could hear no matter where he were. And that just became a huge part of me. You know, the discussion, the argument, the drive, like all of that, you know, was instilled in me. And, and I think that definitely played a part, you know, in taking the leap with Metalita. And did you see skills of, you know, leadership or what other skills did you see in your father that helped you met Alita? Yeah, I mean, he was a tremendous leader, was also very passionate about volunteer work and different leadership commitments throughout our town. He even brought a college to our town. So he wasn't just doing, you know, the work as a franchisee with McDonald's, but it's just seeing what's possible and starting from nothing. And I think that was the biggest take home message from for me, you know, what I do is totally different. It's a different era. You know, marketing is different, you know, everything we do, you know, transactions, everything's completely different. And obviously, that was food service. But, you know, I think I learned a great deal. And I learned passion from him. And I was very proud that he thought that this was a good idea. Wonderful. So about starting from nothing, you know, what would you tell those that whether it be in they're going into medicine or whatever they have like for goals in their life, what would you tell them when they are starting from nothing, whether it be how to deal with failure or anything that's encouraging? Mm hmm. I think all you need is passion and an idea and the drive to reach out to anybody and everybody to make it happen. I have people reach out to me every single day. They have an idea. They have a concept. They don't know where to start. And, you know, I can, and I'm happy to help them, you know, get started on their path and give them resources. And, and that's what it takes. I mean, anybody in medicine that makes it into medical school or PA school, or other similar programs, you know, at this point has to have tremendous motivation. And, and I see a lot of people, you know, once they're established in their careers and done with their schooling, that they want to do something more. 
and you can. I mean, if you made it that far, you absolutely can. Awesome. Wonderful. How did you, going back to Metalita, how did you get your idea or concept for your company? Mm-hmm. You know, you have this milestone event where you're issued your first lab coat, your student coat. And for us, it was a matter of going, being told to go to a local store and find one. And I walked into that store and it was just a shoebox, and it was stuffed to the brim with tons of lab coats and they were all boxy and frumpy and shapeless. And, you know, there was no differentiation between women's and men's and the sizing was weird. And, you know, and it, I, it started as a very exciting day, go get your first lab coat to commemorate, you know, the start of school and ended up being sort of dejecting experience that I never forgot. And that was, you know, one of many times that I was inspired to do something. Another time was I was working as a PA in Mission Viejo in the ER. And I had been looking for a long time for different scrubs. The ones that we were issued were horrible. Like my crotch was to my mid thigh and my v-neck was too low and it didn't fit right on my hips and they were fading horribly. And, and so I thought, you know, let me see if I can find something better. So I showed up to work in this, you know, navy pinstripe crossover, really cute, what I thought, you know, scrub set. And I hadn't sat down in my seat on my shift and the supervising physician I was working with said, you know, I don't know what the hell you're wearing, but you can go to the OR and you can get scrubs and you can come back and see patients. And that was, you know, another light bulb moment. I'm like, you know, it isn't written down, but you know, this, this is a rule that I have to follow. I have to wear unisex scrubs that are made for nobody. And I can't be the only, you know, female clinician that feels this way. Completely. Actually, I can relate just because I'm tall and there are times where I would have scrubs and I'm just too tall and they're too short or I'm too tall and the white coat is not long enough. So I look like I'm still wearing a short coat. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the whole like the traditional unisex scrubs have the color differentiation on the on the neckline and the drawstring telling you what size you're wearing. So if someone's taller, they have to go up a size so everyone knows you're wearing like an extra large like it's just crazy that people have accepted these you know garbage uniforms for so long and I just wanted to do something you know for people that opted for something better wonderful and so what was your I assume then that that goes into my next question that that was your mission at the outset of really starting yeah it was initially just styling to take the you know, unisex scrub set and the unisex lab coat and feminize it just a little for female clinicians only. I had no intent of making any men's garments ever. You know, we obviously picked a very feminine (laughs) brand name because it was just for women. I felt that they were the, you know, non-represented, you know, missing component between, you know, all the wonderful options for nurses and the very few, but actual, you know, clinician scrubs, the unisex scrub, there's nothing in between for a female clinician to fit their body, to make them look professional. And I really wanted it to be styling focused. Interestingly, during the development, I realized that there was a great opportunity with fabrics and that performance fabrics were really coming into play. This is around 2006, 2007, I was getting really serious. And I was watching other companies like Patagonia and Athleta and Lulu and all these great sporting brands, Nike, Adidas, and they were 
really going big on these innovative yarns, these innovative fabrics that they were naming and showing their wear that they had purpose, you know, for what that person was doing. They were getting sweaty. They were getting stinky. They were washing it a lot. You know, they needed easy care, all those things. And, and I said, how can I apply those same principles to medical apparel and how can I make it, you know, thoughtful and purposeful for our wear? So then what brings me to my next question then, what are the Metalita White Coats yarns? What are they composed of? It's a first of its kind performance blend, mainly because it's dual function. The inside is moisture wicking and bacteriostatic and the outside the face of the fabric is fluid soil and stain resistant so the inside does something totally different than the outside and you know no one in their right mind and you know traditional medical apparel would pay for a fabric that does all that you know but that I believe that that's the right combination for our wearer and it took a really long time to make that happen but I did and it's a great great product I'm really proud of it. It really is. It is so lightweight. And, you know, first coat that I don't actually sweat it. And then also if you spill anything on it, it's just resistant. So the fact that I actually didn't know that the inner layer was made differently and then the outside layer as well to be fluid soil and stain resistant. So I didn't know there were two layers. That's pretty incredible. Yeah. And a lot of those treatments for performance, they cause yellowing or graying of the fabric or they're really wrinkly. And we were able to overcome all of those obstacles with this fabric with like about three, four years of testing and innovation. And, and it's well received by the people who choose to wear it. Wonderful. And is that the same regarding like the staining for say underarms for the scrubs as well? Yeah, the scrubs are the same technology as the inside of the Lauco fabric. So they're moisture wicking, bacteriostatic, easy care, no wrinkle, no fading. They're just so durable. People have had our scrubs for 10 years and they look the same, which is bad for us, but great for us. (laughs) Yeah. What are your top three favorite features? Okay, you mentioned the outside and inside, but what are your top three favorite features of the Metalita white coat? That's interesting. I think the professional styling would have to be first. I think that's what differentiates us. You know, I at this point, I, I definitely see us as the as the leader in lab coat innovation technology, but definitely appearance. People really appreciate a tailored look, you know, that's highly professional and fits well. You know, we always say that, you know, your lab coat is your suit. Any other profession with that level of schooling would wear a very, very, very nice suit. And this is your opportunity, you know, to make that statement to your colleagues and uh, to your patients. So appearance, overall appearance is one. Fabric innovation definitely has to be two. really proud of that. I, I think that is has been made possible just because I, I say no. I won't allow anyone to say no. I just keep pushing, pushing, pushing for innovation. And we've combined yarns that have never been combined before in order to make this technology work. And I think I would have to probably say embroidery. We're definitely stand out in this, in the medical apparel realm for embroidery. No one in their right mind would put, you know, a garment on the machine that takes 40 minutes to embroider a logo. It's, it's very expensive. It takes a lot of time. It limits your output, but we do it and we're 
you know, we'll continue to do it forever because of the quality. When you say embroidery, also you're saying specific, depending on where you work, like your company's logo, that is... The company logo, well, usually the hospital logo, the university logo, the private practice logo, you know, we have thousands and thousands and thousands of logos on file at this point and and they're beautiful and you know same with name and title embroidery it's i think it's done really well that's the final statement on the lab coat it is the same as wearing your diploma you it has to be perfect and we take it really really seriously Yes, I saw all those embroidered logos when I came and I was quite impressed with how many that there were. It's it's incredible. So I would love all those features. So to what do you attribute your success? I know you mentioned your father and how you grew up. What else would you attribute your success to? Mm -hmm. I think that's an interesting question. I think number one would be our team. We would not be here without you know, the managers that have made great sacrifices to join our team and to help us grow, who believe in what we do and have adopted it as their own. I mean, every single person that works here, you know, makes this business possible. It's how they answer the phone. It's how they fold a garment. It's how they embroider a garment. It's how an email is created. It's just everything is done so thoughtfully that and consistently that it allows us to uh, represent the brand in the way that that everyone has come to know and so what are you most proud about is that would that be you know something that you're most proud about yeah i mean like our, you know just our team you know allows us to be who we are you know and then overall just our overall reputation of of quality i think that uh, that is well known you know within the medical world. And I appreciate that. And I'm grateful for that. And it's, you know, our commitment to continue down that path and continually improve, continually innovate, continually do more, continually surprise and disrupt this industry with new, you know, products. Industry disruptor. (laughs) Yeah. I know you were mentioning how in the beginning of school, that day that you got your white coat and it was in a box and it wasn't the best and it was not, you know, for females, it was just unisex. So I know you remember that day vividly. Was that like when and how did you know you had the right business idea? Was it that day? Was it another moment or? No, it was recently. Like I I always felt like it was a good business idea, but I, I didn't know how we, you know, might survive. It's a very, manufacturing is a very difficult industry. You know, you pay for yarns and fabrics almost a year in advance of, you know, any potential revenue. It's very, very difficult to manage. But it wasn't until, I think, two things. We started to get some large institutional orders and I thought, you know, we're going to be okay. We're going to be able to keep going. And then another funny thing was I hadn't I don't know why, but I was like really resistant to get on Instagram. I was always like a big old fashioned Facebook person. And it it was only, you know, in the last maybe year that I started really diving into Instagram and following a lot of people and building like real relationships and just really seeing our product out there constantly and what it meant to people and the emotional component of that. And the mental component of that and the professional component of our brand, like in the world. And I honestly, like, you know, 
once I saw that and I, I see it every day, I, I thought we'd be okay. Awesome. Now that brings me to my next question. Is it, are the products shipped globally or is it just yeah. in what, in what countries? Oh, absolutely. I, we've, I think we've shipped to every country except for, I think we calculated like 20. We, we ship everywhere that UPS ships. And we're just now, I think, adding DHL soon, but we ship everywhere. And it's not the easiest thing. And that's why a lot of people don't, you know, apparel companies don't want to do that. But everyone, for the most part, wears the same thing all over the world in medicine. And if they, you know, sought our brand or found our brand and they want to get a Metalita lab coat or scrubs or scrub jackets, you know, we're, we're going to get it to them. That is really good to know. I didn't know it was global all throughout. So that's great. Yeah. yeah, we started with what would happen is that people would come to the U.S. for medical conferences, a lot of international attendants. So they would let us know, hey, I'm coming for AAD or ASAP or whatever, you know, on this date and I'm staying at this hotel. So we would ship a ton of things, you know, to hotels. And then and that was early on. But now we, we just, you know, ship to anywhere they ask. And have you noticed feedback from internationally? Is it different at all compared to like U.S. feedback just regarding what they appreciate compared to what we do? Or is it pretty much the same? I think a lot of, you know, aspire to wear U.S. brands. So we're grateful, you know, for that. But honestly, these just like in the U.S., these are very technically savvy, intelligent people. And they've looked, you know, scoured the globe for, you know, the highest quality you know, most reputable medical apparel and they've found us and, you know, chosen, you know, to pay that fee for, you know, shipping, you know, and it, it's interesting that a lot of times I, I walk through embroidery and our lead embroiderer is working on logos for the Middle East and we do a ton of logos for the Middle East and he has no idea what they say and there's no way to actually translate the writing from the logo. So he has to do every single detailed stitch for the lettering by hand. It's beautiful. It's very complicated, but it's beautiful. Wow. That is beautiful. It's artwork with embroidery. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. So how does your company, since we are global, how does your company give back and what initiatives has Metalita done globally Yeah. So uh, recently we did a program with one of our ambassadors. It was called Metalita Gives Back. And it was a medical charity social media initiative that we did on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And we had a contest of sorts where 5013C organizations that were, you know, involved in healthcare that most people might not otherwise know of could submit their reasons as to why we should gift a certain amount of money to their organization. And it was just wildly interesting to see and hear about these just lesser known organizations that were doing amazing things in different capacities and in different ways. And and nobody is really doing that a lot, you know, or that what I've seen on social media. So that was a really out of the box, cool thing that we were a part of, you know, for many years, you know, 11 years now we've donated to medical missions. We donate to um, student programs and STEM programs. We donate to lots of women's initiatives and, you know, support uh, the Women in White's Coats Foundation, authors of that book. We support a local organization called Plastic Coast Foundation. It's plastic surgeons who go on emergency trips around the world to teach local physicians how to best handle burn care. It's one of the 
specialties that they're not well trained in. In a lot of these countries that do suffer a lot of severe burns, and a typical patient would die, but they've allowed education and technology to help them best handle these cases. And we provide the scrubs and we donate as well to that organization. And a lot of just, you know, our ambassadors come to us with their ideas and their concepts. And our job is to support them and their initiatives and and there have been many. What was the name of that the organization about the plastic surgeons and Yeah, it's called Plasticos Foundation. Okay. Out of Orange County and founded by one of our ambassadors and it's just a very moving organization. They not only help burn victims and, you know, burn education internationally, but the stories of who they've helped locally are incredible. I'll have to check that out. I definitely I'm going to check that out. <laughs> What are some of the mistakes that in this journey you wish you could have avoided? Yeah, that's an interesting conversation. I could probably talk for an hour on that <laughs> because we, we learned so much as entrepreneurs. And, you know, granted, this is not my background, but, you know, one funny thing we launched with 100% cotton lab coats. And I didn't know any better. Cotton sounded great. I thought it would be most breathable, but it certainly yellows over time and it, you know, is not particularly durable. You know, your, your favorite pair of jeans, it'll fray at the hem. And the same thing was happening with our, our sleeve hems. People get holes at the elbow and the buttons would, you know, get a hole if they were pulled too much. So that was a regret, but luckily people stuck with us until we made, you know, newer, more, much more, you know, ideally suited fabrics. And I think as a new entrepreneur, being scared to move quickly in terms of making changes. I think you get comfortable and secure and you develop relationships and, you know, there's likability, but this business is constantly changing. Like from the point that we started or in 2008 until now, how we sell, how we market, how we manufacture, how we import, how we do accounting, every single thing is constantly changing. And it has to be okay that the people and the expertise is changing along with that. So in a nutshell, just lack of hesitation to move forward and move on. To adapt and adjust to whatever the business landscape is and how it's changing with digital marketing within so many ways. It just continues to evolve and evolve. Absolutely. Were you ever afraid diving into entrepreneurship? Were you ever afraid of judgment or any other things? Yeah, I mean, I think I'm very in tune with what other people are saying. I think, you know, that point brings up, you know, the concept of competition within this industry. We, you know, keep in mind, I, I had this concept and started in 2008. And we floated for a good six years with zero competition in this exact space in the high end you know, performance-based lab coat and scrubs. And then eventually other people thought it, it was a good idea. And what I've, you know, at first it was hurtful or, you know, they, they use my words or they copy our weave or on our fabric or they copy our designs, you know, and, and I've, I've gotten over that. I just think people that find Metalita and choose to associate with us and choose to wear our garments believe in more than than just the simplicity of how the garment looks they they see what we're doing within the community they see who we associate with they see that we're a diverse organization they see that we support 
a diverse group of people and they know that we're clinician owned and that everything we do is thoughtful. And that's all I can hope for is really that the people that appreciate that and are looking for that, you know, have found us and choose to wear our garments. Yes. And I just like to mention to my listeners that, you know, everything from the website to how, you know, the white coat or scrub is delivered in the package to the Instagram page to everything is just so beautifully, professionally modern, just very nicely done. So if you haven't checked it out, check out the Instagram page and the website. So yes, (laughs) the main Instagram page is Metalita underscore Graham. Because Metalita was taken when we went to go <laughs> join Instagram. Oh, okay. <laughs> Good to know. <laughs> that happens, you know. Yeah. So how do you push through your kind of just most challenging and worst times throughout the process? Yeah, there's been a lot. It, this is not an easy business. If I had known what, you know, I was getting into, I, I'm not sure that I would have actually forged ahead. But, you know, one thing I do is I, I focus on the kids. I just, you know, get away from the office. I, I, I try to put my computer down I because they bring so much joy, you know, to my life. And it gets me out of the perspective of feeling daunted or feeling overwhelmed or feeling behind or feeling amidst competition. It's just I can completely separate when I'm when I'm with them. Another thing that I do is I go walk to the warehouse and we're all connected, but I just walk downstairs and I open the door and it's just like a different vibe back there. It's just a great energy. There's a lot of funny people back there, really, really hardworking people back there. And I just chatted up with them. I see what's, you know, running on the machines for embroidery. I see where the packages are shipping internationally. I just talk to people, comments that are coming in and I just get out of my own head and realize things are still, you know, moving forward, you know, there's packages still going out, there's beautiful embroidery going onto garments, and it's, it's going to be okay. It's like a whole world in, 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 you know, back there. It's like when you see it all, it's just like makes you in awe, you know? (laughs) Yeah, I'm glad you got to see it. That was great. Yes, Uh, it was. And then one funny thing, I like to play games a lot. So we, we luckily got this ping pong table. And if I really need to get out of my own head, I'll just try to beat someone in ping pong here. <laughs> oh, there at the actual office? Yeah, at the actual office. <laughs> I put it right between the, you know, the warehouse racks and, and just, you know, people are always playing. So that's fun. That's awesome. Yeah. Any morning affirmations or what are your success habits? Kind of more like of a daily thing that you always do. Yeah, I think mine are a little different than than what I typically hear. I always think about managing my emotions. I'm a very, I was born an emotional person. And I think as a leader, and as an entrepreneur and founder, you have to keep that in check. So I, I always think about that every day and work on that. I also, I'm just continually studying our industry. You know, I, every single day, I make an effort to have a new relationship with someone in medicine, whether it be a physician or a DO or a, a PA or an NP or a nurse or someone that I see out there that I want to connect with and figure out, you know, how can I build real relationships so that I can, you know, go to them with questions and make good decisions and see their lifestyle and understand their lifestyle more in order to push us forward. Another big thing that I like to do is just be focus on kindness. I treat everyone as an equal. And I've, I grew up with that 
mentality and it's still true to this day. Just get to know everyone, treat everybody with equal respect, make it an effort to learn something new about people every day and then just keep it real positive. And I think the last thing I would say to that question, you know, they always say, you know, get up early, get up early, but I, I'm the opposite <laughs> and it works for me, you know, stay up late because that is my time when I'm in the house you know, it's totally quiet. I can get everything done. There's no pressure. I can stay up late and wake up early. And as long as I sleep in on the weekend one day, I'm, I'm totally good. <laughs> so that's where your zone of genius is. Everyone, you know, does it differently. Yeah. So <laughs> there's no yeah. right or wrong. <laughs> it works for me. Yes. Yeah. Awesome. So tell me if there's anything coming up like this summer. Is there anything, whether it be community events or any new, I heard that there might be some new short scrub or white coats for med- medical yeah. students, like the short ones. But if you want to say anything that's exciting, whether it be in the community or new product innovation coming up. Uh-huh. Yeah, thank you. So we, this is definitely a year of new products. You know, we've, we have some products that have been in production since 2009. You know, that, that's pretty crazy. But this year, we're lucky enough to introduce student coats, a men's and a women's student coat. And we have three new women's styles coming in the fall and three new men's lab coat styles coming in the fall. And that, that's a lot for us. That's more than we've ever introduced in a single year. So we're just really excited for those big changes. Everything will fit better. Every size will, you know, be more flattering. The fabric technology is going to just, you know, blow your socks off, you know, and that's, that's our commitment. And, and this year is a great example of that. So you said the student coats for the women would be sometime in the fall? Yeah, women's and men's, the separate designs, they'll, they'll be, actually, I, I think it's in August, but I, I need to check the production schedule. It, it'll be August if all goes well. And so th- about three for women's, you said? And, well, there, and then regular long lab coats, there's going to be three new women's styles oh. in a new fabric and three new men's styles also in a new fabric. When you say new fabric, will it still be the same kind of inside and outside that we discussed? It, it will be. It'll just be even better with, with a new surprise. Well, that's exciting. Yeah. <laughs> but we're all on our toes here. Like, we'll have to, you know, purchase it to actually find out. <laughs> yeah, well, you'll be one of the first to, to receive one because of your long-term support of Metalita. We appreciate so much. Yes, for sure. All right. So, and anything in the community going on? I know there was a MedCon event recently, but anything else coming up? Yeah. I mean, we have, we're looking forward to MedCon 2020. You know, we were appreciative of being asked for that position again next year as their lead sponsor. And we have Metalita meetups at least monthly where different ambassadors in the community basically invent their own social gathering or initiative and they get together and they do a takeover and they show everyone what it's like to really get off social media and get in person and to talk about real issues or real topics and to, you know, do great things together. And real connections, right? Yeah, true. Which is so important in medicine. Well, I am just so thrilled with what you left my listeners with. Where can people find you or find Metalita if you you could list any of the options? Sure. So our website is metalita.com. And we are on very active on Instagram at metalita underscore gram. I have an Instagram account as well, metalita.founder. We're also on Facebook and we are 
and hopefully always will be, you know, the most receptive, you know, to communication that's individual questions. I, even on Facebook Messenger, if someone sends a question, I'll often answer if our, our team can't get to it right away. We are available, we are ready to help, and just want to make it an easy, fun process. So, Laura, Francisco, thank you so much. I would just like to ask you one more question. What do you have? What is one last thing that you would like to leave my listeners with? Well, absolutely. I would say if you believe so strongly in something and it sticks with you and it keeps coming up over and over again in different formats and and planting a seed in different ways, do something about it and go for it. Seek endless resources to help you, you know, achieve that concept or that dream or that business thought that you have. And uh, if, if I can do it, anybody can do it. Well, you are an inspiration. Thank you so much. I would just like to let you guys know that, you know, if you found something today that really inspired you and helped you, and if you learned something new, feel free to tag Metalita underscore Graham and tag at Dr. Nicoletta on Instagram. We would love to just hear your response to this episode and just love to share it. And we are so happy to have had her on the show today on the Millennial Doc Podcast. As we all know that Metalita has grown to become the industry leader in tailored lab coats and scrubs built for performance, functionality, and style. So thank you so much for being on today. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much. It's been a pleasure. Thank you so much for spending this time with me on the Millennial Doc Podcast. I am so thankful for your support and hope you received inspiration today to discover a better you, better health, and your best life. It would mean the world to me if you can take a second to share this episode with someone you think would love it. For free resources and inspiration, head over to drnicoletta.com and make sure to follow Millennial Doc Podcast on Spotify and subscribe on iTunes. And it would mean so much to me if you left a five-star review of the show. As always, step out with confidence and rock your life.